Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Thursday, June 3rd, 2021. Topics on today's episode include some government tidbits, part one of my interview with Nathan Lee, and a whole host of job-related economic releases ahead of tomorrow's payrolls report. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in mortgage, accounting today firms to watch, and the fastest growth firms and an excellence in firm culture by inside public accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Here's your pro tip of the day. Occasionally blow on the wine in your coffee mug to convince the rest of the Zoom meeting that it is tea. (laughs) Speaking of the working world, are you an office worker? Or, as Amazon tells its warehouse employees, an industrial athlete? Don't pull a hammy logging onto the Ginny May site. It's been four and a half months since Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th president, and there are still no picks to head FHA and Ginny May. The Mortgage Bankers Association's latest survey tells us that, among its sample of retail lenders, the FHA share of total applications is nearly at 10%, and the VA share of total applications is nearly 11%. The USDA share is less than 1%. So, news of these channels and this segment is material for many lenders. And for more on that, as well as the latest on job opportunities and lender and broker products and services, visit robchrisman.com. Joining us today is Nathan Lee from Richie May. Nathan has served in a variety of capacities during his 17-year tenure at Richie May, including leading the firm's overall practice growth strategy, as well as the firm's national mortgage banking practice. He currently leads Richie May Advisory, the firm's practice dedicated to risk assurance and advisory, integrated risk management, data analytics, intelligent automation, technology, and more. He also continues to maintain an active role in the mortgage industry and is a regular contributor to the firm's mortgage banking technical literature. Nathan's experience and his passion for building and serving clients is well known, and we are pleased to have him on the podcast today. You ready Ready for me to launch into it? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. Let's do it. So as someone who has been servicing the needs of independent mortgage banks for just shy of 20 years, let's start with some of the major trends you've been seeing over the past few years. Uh, could you elaborate on those a little bit? I think one of the things that that's been really interesting to watch over the last number of years is just the the growing up of independent mortgage bankers. And back in the day, not too long ago, uh, a lot of them were were much smaller, a lot less sophisticated, didn't have to pay attention to things like compliance. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of emphasis or focus on technology and and uh, they've just come a long ways in the last number of years and and have grown up to become some some very sophisticated complex organizations with uh, you know multiple uh, execution strategies in, in capital markets, uh, real attention and focus on technology and compliance. And so it's been great. and they've they've as they've done that, they've of course captured a lot of market share from banks. and uh, so that's been interesting to watch here over the last few years as well. And, now, I think one of the things that's that's taking place now, more recently, is uh, consolidation, and uh, the, we see this obviously with the cycles that happen in the industry, and 
and uh, the boom and bust cycles and, and bust times, there there tends to be a little bit more consolidation because there's pressure on margins and profitability. And and uh, that's certainly the case here over the, the last little bit. We've seen some large, large companies that have sold, including Amerihome and, and Caliber. And, and uh, that looks like it's going to continue for a little while. And, uh, I, I think another one of the things that's been a trend here of late is significant investments in the technology area, uh, technology, automation, uh, looking at ways to integrate systems, uh, move data from one place to the next, or kind of throughout the loan manufacturing process without having to key it in multiple times, uh, leveraging automation to replace a lot of that manual, repetitive work that's done, kind of staring and comparing or entering data in, into a system. Uh, so there have been a lot of uh, a, a lot of efforts made in that area, a lot of investments made by companies uh, in those areas here of late, uh, and then and then certainly regulatory compliance, and that's not changing. Uh, in fact, probably increasing uh, here given the change in, in administrations and uh, the the increased focus by the CFPB and other state regulators on compliance, and so that's caused a lot of companies to pay attention to things like fair lending. Uh, vendor management and and servicing compliance as well, and so you know they r- really these are these are a lot of things that we've been watching over years in the industry. I think are, are becoming more pronounced now. There's just a tremendous amount of change in the industry uh, as, as it evolves, becomes more mature, and um, and so it's a lot of fun to be engaged with clients and uh, participating with them in this process of transforming their businesses in a lot of ways. That's a lot of different things you mentioned there. So let's, let's talk priorities. So with all those pressures in the environment you just mentioned, what are one or two things our listeners should focus on right now? One that's on the top of everybody's minds, obviously, is compliance. And uh, companies are, are very, very focused on compliance. There, there's certainly an expectation that uh, there is going to be renewed focus and emphasis from the CFPB and others. And so companies should definitely be focusing on compliance, making sure that and from a fair lending standpoint, vendor management, servicing, um, you know, truth in lending, any any area that, uh, that can be scrutinized likely will be. And so companies ought to really pay attention to, uh, to compliance. Then aside from that, I would say, you know, the other things that companies should should be really looking at as as any industry matures, uh, it becomes much more commoditized, and and that obviously creates pressure on on prices, and reduces margins and puts a lot of pressure on profitability and therefore uh, leads to consolidation. And I think one of the things that's going to be really critical for mortgage companies to pay attention to uh, in the coming months and years. Is that is customer experience really differentiating that customer experience, and and making sure that they deliver a smooth, seamless experience to that borrower, and with with good communication, they feel like they know where the loan is at all times, and uh, and through chatbots and other technology that they're able to access the information that they want when they want it, how they want it and deliver a, a smooth experience so the borrower feels like they're able to, to move through the process and get a loan 
without uh, without quite as much friction and delays as they see in the process now. So I think that's going to be really important. And I think another is going to be the fact that uh, they, they really need to look at technology and automation because the the cost to originate continue to increase. They they even increased last year at a time when companies were doing record volumes and and not hiring probably quite as much as they as they would normally need to meet that demand. And instead, were uh, you know a lot of people were working overtime and so on. So you, you would have thought that there would have been some some efficiencies from a cost standpoint gained last year, but but in fact the cost originate continue to increase and show no sign of stopping. And so companies are are beginning to pay a lot more attention to technology and automation uh, to not only reduce costs but to also improve scalability so that when they get to these these boom times they don't have to staff up as much only to turn around and and lay off people once the boom comes to an end and so uh, i think those things are going to be really critical uh, for the industry here going forward join us for part two of the interview tomorrow as we discuss how the industry continues to develop and potential traps for lenders what is moving rates or not Despite a Federal Reserve Beige Book report yesterday that made several references to supply chain cost pressures and price increases, the lead-up to tomorrow's payrolls report has markets tightly traded. Investors are currently weighing economic optimism against inflation concerns, reading into any further comments from Fed officials on inflation or tapering, such as Philadelphia Fed President Harker saying the Federal Reserve should begin discussing the time frame for paring back its bond-buying program as well as awaiting U.S. jobs data, which hogs the spotlight over the next two days. Ahead of tomorrow's payrolls report, today's economic calendar began with a flurry of labor market indicators, starting with layoffs from Challenger for May, 24,586 cuts, up 7% month over month, but down 94% year over year. We've also seen ADP employment for May, strong at 978,000, initial jobless claims down 20,000 to 385,000, and continued claims up 169,000. Rounding out the batch of early economic releases was Q1 final productivity, in at 5.4%, unchanged from the prior reading, and unit labor costs up 1.7%. Later this morning brings the final May reading for Market Services PMI, ISM non-manufacturing for May, Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, and a large dose of Fed speakers. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the largest support on the current schedule at $7.9 billion, including nearly $6.5 billion of UMBS 32% and 2.5%. We begin the day with agency MBS prices down worse nearly an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 1.61, after closing yesterday at 1.59%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How about some more first-world problems? I've played all the golf courses on Maui, so we may need to stay on another island this autumn. My veggie burger at the poolside bar didn't have a gluten-free bun. I want to listen to music on the train, but I ran into someone I know. I bought an iPhone 12, but none of my friends have chargers I can borrow. My life is so busy that I have to schedule my free time. And finally, the Tesla home car repair van was 15 minutes late, so I missed my dinner reservation. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. 
To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.